0: And welcome back to the Off the Clock show. You're joined with hosts, Sean Gervais from Orbis X, as well as Marty, Mr. Marshall Hill, and the Pints and Polishing podcast, as well as Hyper Clean Car Care products. Everything you need and in between. Hmm. <laughs> I'll get a slogan for you, one of these. <laughs> but uh, how was your weekend, man?
1: Oh, well, dude, it was awesome. We, uh highlight of the weekend was definitely sushi. Ooh. Went okay. to this new oh, place. Out. Okay. yeah yeah it love it you know it's a it's a bank building that in this local sushi place put in the top center right so trying to be like cool vibing dark uh everybody oh. has their own little kind of booze you got like a dj plan you know Tulsa's yeah. is really trying to step themselves oh, up here man it was oh that's blessed though yeah man. Oh, it was it was it was great and then yeah. you know did <laughs> i start off for me i i'm my sushi number one sushi is always salmon nigiri. Oh. I always start off with salmon nigiri. It's or it's part of my you know regular rolls, and that's usually what yeah. I'll I'll either start with it or it'll be the last piece of sushi. The last piece. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. but we started with it, and and immediately, man, you know when you 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 get that salmon that just melts. Oh yeah. You go. You go. god That's not fish. Damn like man. it's it's butter. It's fish. Oh, just right. And You just go wow. Yeah, yeah. You know. So oh, that started. Man. man, we had rolls and had a great time. Beers. Oh, uh, that's amazing. Wife, man. the first time she drank sake. First time ever. First time ever. And wow. unfortunately, they they brought out a cold sake, and I went,
0: Oof. "What? <laughs> I like trying something new? Huh? Uh oh, my bad." <laughs> yeah. So a question on that note, how do you, okay. Cause I know we always talk about drinks and stuff. How do you feel yeah. about
1: that? Oh, I love sake. I absolutely love yeah. it. But the traditional way to drink sake is warm. Yeah. But, okay. but many times the right which is where I go, oh, I didn't know we were at this type of like everything yeah, yeah, else yeah. resembled something else. I just ordered sake. It's going to come out warm. You're trying to be hip. You're trying to be fresh. Like, yeah. And then you brought out because generally they consider cheap sake cold.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. as
1: you know, cold beer tastes better. Cold anything tastes better. So yeah. cold sake is generally cheaper sake. Now I learned yeah. all that not being a not being a good old white guy from Tulsa, Oklahoma in yeah, the yeah. Midwest. Right. I did not oh. learn that right from me. Right? Yeah, I yeah, learned yeah. that from a guy that his name is Jung. He uh, he's a yeah. customer of mine. He is uh, he's Korean, and right. he is also has a uh, uh, a love for good quality sushi. Mm. He owns some car washes that are here in the state that we service. Been servicing them now for well about ten years. And uh, when he's in town, right. we'd like to go have sushi. Or I would go to the Car Wash Association conventions with him. We would always go out and eat sushi and find that, you know, he he always had a palate for it. And he's the one that educated qualities of sushis and different parts of sushi. And then sake. He's the one that was like, that dude knows. That, that dude knows sake, right? I mean,
0: so man, that's amazing though. But uh, hold on, I'm just going to fix my camera real quick. My eyes are like trying to find the thing oh there we go no, no it, it's like i'm looking this way but i'm looking at the camera i don't know what's going on with it no. anyway that aside isn't that weird you see that huh?
1: only for you sean it's only weird for you it's only don't weird make it me. weird for everybody else man don't make it weird for everybody else right.
0: sorry guys don't mean to make it weird <laughs> just but man that's amazing so my my whole thing is because me i love ice in my drinks because I, I predominantly drink rum. And so rum or tequila, and so me, I like it not watered down, but I definitely like one ice cube, open up the flavors, things like
1: that. All right, so I did, I did some rum today. Uh, my okay. wife had made mango juice, Ooh. and I drank okay. most of it all. So there was just a yeah. little bit left, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna throw a splash of some water and some some rum in it. So I'm having a little mango rum.
0: I like it. Yeah, yeah, it needs uh, a name. It needs a. It name. needs a name. Yeah. Yeah, they got a name for
1: that one. Anyway, you you most yeah. normally drink rum.
0: Oh yeah, I mostly drink so yeah, I just put a you know an ice cube in it, open up the flavors, but at the same time gives it a little chill. So I like my drinks chilled normally. And so I went with this guy, and he was a client uh, of another business that I have, and he was doing some marketing consulting stuff, and he wanted to go to some sushi place. So I Was like, all right, fine, let's go. Uh, wasn't a huge sushi fan before that, so I was used to like grocery store sushi, <laughs> yeah. which is it's, trash. A, it's, it's, it's crazy,
1: crazy, right? It's yeah. almost like us. Uh, let's think of uh, like an analogy with somebody that goes to and, and orders a steak from you know just like a just like a regular steak. Okay, how about this? You go to Walmart and get steak.
0: Yeah, and
1: then, and then go to a really good steakhouse and get steak, right?
0: Yeah, nice cheap sushi
1: at the grocery store. My wife brings home. I understand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we
1: even also get. Mid-grade sushi at, you know, some little small places you can go into. It's called Sushi Fork where, you know, oh, yeah, they're yeah. just in like these little, uh, what do they call them? Uh, little centers or whatever, shopping centers. And you can just run yeah, in yeah, and yeah. grab sushi, right? Kind of mid-grade, you know, yeah, kind yeah. of mid-grade. And then when you have real good, like the shit sushi.
0: The the difference is, com- it's night and day, 100%. Yeah. And that, was, that was the case for me too. And so my first experience with sake, it came and so it was warm. And I thought some, like, I thought they fucked up. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then it was explained to me the same kind of thing. And so, like, I had no idea before. Um, there's a lot about, like, Asian cultures that just escape me, you know, uh, all of them, you know. But, uh, and that was one of those things. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> I made a comment about it. And he's like, no, 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 trust me. Because I hadn't actually tasted anything at this point. But I could just tell, I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think... Uh, think there might be a mistake here he's like he just, no no the mistake is how you've been living your life and then he explained yeah, it all to him and that, I was like, that's oh, right yeah. yeah yeah but it was because cool. cool. prior to that we were kind of we were there and in the meeting but he's a really quiet guy so me i was trying to like talk but i was like he's a quiet guy sometimes i can be like overbearing if i talk too much so i was, I was really trying to keep a lid on things and then as soon as we started talking about drinks and i was telling him about you know like what I drink, and he's telling me about what he drinks and stuff like that. It really just opened things up. And then uh, we had a blast, man. It's a lot of fun. But
1: I mean, I know this is off the clock, but you're talking about having a real <laughs> great, like, sh- Sean. Uh...
0: <laughs> not that kind of party. But- oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you it needed 2022, to- but not that kind of party. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, anyways, we've been engaged for six months. And then, <laughs> yeah, it was this guy <laughs> but uh, he was a great guy and I wanted his business but not that bad <laughs> anyways he goes by Toki Toki if you ever see this <laughs> secrets out bro but uh, <laughs> this guy so so anyways you seen any fun posts <laughs> <laughs> move completely away from.
1: That. You don't want to move on to after sushi. I didn't even get finished with my story of sushi. We're just moving on to post, huh? Just move straight on post. after sushi. If you- nah, I can't i can't now. I can't. Let's go right, to post. Here. Yeah, my post is uh listen, my post is definitely uh sentimental to me in a sense okay. because I I saw a post of a guy trying to educate people on how to use glass cleaner. And I was like, Hi, oh. hey, wonderful." It's a great nice. post. I love educating people on how to use glass cleaner.
0: yeah
1: it's very difficult, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. No,
1: no, no, many, many people struggle with traditional glass cleaning using traditional glass cleaners and the way it's been done. it's a struggle. i at my car wash, the number one complaint that I got from customers windows Windows what you they would leave head west. What's that sun doing right into their windshield? I mean, it was, it's brutal. Uh, I I used to get, uh, I had a customer, actually the, the original customer that I took. And uh, so my story on how I got the car wash was, I had this customer called Mike Sitton. He was in, his, his company was Sitton Properties. And I knew at one point in time, I go, okay, I love what I'm doing as a detailer, a mobile detailer. I love it, but just know I can't do this the rest of my life. I just knew. I mean, it's
0: a, it's a reality. It yeah. is a
1: reality. That hardcore manual labor. Listen, at 44, I'm excited when I get to go clean something. Like, I enjoy cleaning things.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: like, it, I knew at that age, I go, this is me. I love this. I love cleaning cars. For some strange reason, it's stuck, right? <laughs> but I just knew there's no way that I could manually do it the rest of my life. And so I made an appointment with a guy that uh, I knew he had properties. That was, it was called Sid properties. I knew he had investments. I knew he was doing a bunch of other things. And I just, I I said, Hey man, you know, I, thanks for your time. It won't be long. I just, I I know I can't do this the rest of my life and I, but I love doing it. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to know how do I, you know, what, what can I, I know car washing is something that is a thing, but I don't know how to get into it and just, that's all I really said. He reached back behind him and had some blueprints. And he goes, I just so happened to be looking to put in a car wash. Damn. The next weekend, I had another guy approach me and go, hey, man, I've been meaning to talk to you about building a car wash. Oh, what? Shit. Like, <laughs> huh? Man. And That's there we so go. And there I started building a car wash. Like,
0: That's crazy, man. Holy shit.
1: That's insane. And the number one problem that we had at every car wash that we did, was Windows. No oh, doubt. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. But that guy, the original guy, the reason why I moved to that story was the original guy, Mike Sitton, he was the worst customer for being anally picky. Not the way you think of anal, Sean.
0: But <laughs> Not the like, after sushi. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, call me back for a streak. Call me back. Like, get mad mm. about, like, he, he had his assistant walk out one day and give me newspapers. Goes, oh my Mike says, "Use these." I go, okay. Jesus. I mean, what do you do? I mean, he's a great customer. We were at his office every Friday morning at seven yeah. o'clock, guaranteed. Be there, clean cars. So, what do you do? Room. You make the guy happy. Yeah. So. Cleaning so glass and, <laughs> and yeah, cleaning glass and glass cleaning is it's a struggle for everybody. It's it's yeah. always difficult, and the main reason has has been a couple of things, right? First of all, the glass cleaner itself usually doesn't have any type of lubrication, any way to move the the towel over the surface, so you get a drag, you get lint, or you get streaks from uh, improper, you know too much alcohol can actually cause uh, too many problems inside of that, inside the formulation can cause those streaks. The other problem most people have is they're spraying too direct when they get too close to glass. Yeah. Instead of misting and covering a large area, they like to squeeze fast and squeeze a lot. So you're yeah, oversaturating big... one area. Exactly. Then your towel gets oversaturated. So it's a lot easier Um and the reason why I did like his his post and talking about glass cleaning is I could then look at the way he cleaned it and I go, Oh, this is I yeah, I, I could see that would work and I could see this wouldn't work. There's this up and down or side to side that you do inside of a car one way and the outside of the car the other way. Like if you need yeah. to do that, okay. Or just learn to n- not spray too much, not not use the wrong glass clean, like.
0: Yeah, it's true. I get it. There's some ways. Of
1: but yeah. if your glass cleaner is correct and the people that made your glass cleaner have understood that there's always a struggle with glass cleaners, then you might not have to go through all the struggles that you've been going through. So yeah. I said the reason I liked this post, and it was a little bit for self-owned reasons, It's because yesterday we also released our own glass cleaner.
0: There we go. It's out. Never
1: have done a glass cleaner. I've always just felt like, yeah, we'll get to it. It just hasn't been important. Nick, my partner, we just finally got it figured out. He had never really used glass cleaners, so it never, but we had you. Well, I think one of your packages goes out to now and you'll get the perfect glass towel, a part of it, right? Like once we had that towel, we go, wow, we have to have a glass cleaner.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. we we absolutely are thrilled with our glass okay. cleaner.
0: Am I getting both in the box? Um, mystery box
1: depends on if customs will let it go through or not.
0: Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> so, that is awesome. Okay, I'm thrilled about this. But uh, yeah, this glass is definitely glass is tough, man. classes is like really mine too. That do not just detailing. Like we do a lot of stuff that involves glass as well. We, we even do complete glass replacements. So we'll actually take out not just windshields, but we do side glass as well. Now, yes, okay, you're putting in a brand new you know, piece of glass, but those things don't come to us clean. You know what I mean? <laughs> like wherever they're made and transported and everything, so we still have to clean them. And there's nothing worse than you just replace someone's glass and they get in it and they look out and it's dirty. And you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I thought this was a brand new piece of glass. What happened? We get blamed for it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. But then also our window tinting, everything. So glass is a huge, huge, huge part of our shop. Um, so I'm really excited for this, as, especially in my shop. Yeah. Uh, because right now, like, we have a really good process, but it is involving quite a few different variables, um, or like the right, you know, products, plus the right microfibers, plus the right technique. Plus razor blades in most cases, like it's it's a lot. And then we also try and change things up. So I have a question for you for shops like mine: How does this deal? Like, sorry, not deal. How is it safe for tinted windows as well? Because that's the only concern. the
1: only problem that's ever been with tinted windows is that a word, right?
0: Mm, the a holes? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> most of our customers, <laughs> no. So what's the uh, the a word? The, Ammonia. The Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it'll eat away at, uh, that's yeah. the only,
1: and okay, so there's very little glass cleaners ever anymore that are made with ammonia. There are some,
0: there are some, cause we there have are some, but like post care instruction, I don't about. know of
1: any automotive glass cleaners that are still made with ammonia. Mm. Most everybody has yeah. now realized like, just don't even put it in your formula.
0: Don't even put it in. Yeah. You're going to do yeah. more harm than good. Yeah. So still, no, we, man, that's awesome. Dope. Yeah. You got a clever name for this one?
1: Yeah. Glass cleaner.
0: Glass cleaner? I love it, man. <laughs> no, I actually do love it. Straight to the point, you know, like <laughs> most we times- realized
1: with this product, we we're like, listen, there's no need to get fancy. Yeah, Just- yeah, yeah.
0: Glass cleaner. It says what it, it says. What it does. Yeah. Did you spell it with a K? Nope. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> I was oh, gonna say I do be- like doing that though, right? Uh-huh. Like True, but it is brutal for like your SEO and stuff mm. like that. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm happy you went with the traditional last yeah.
1: week. What about you? Funny post? Uh,
0: so funny, I actually saw a hilarious post today. I literally dropped my phone laughing. So there was, a, and it's about, it relates to something I love, which is capturing attention of customers. And mm. uh, so there's this guy posted in one of the groups. Uh, there, some body shop that he was driving past, I guess. They had a hearse like for transporting dead bodies jacked up out front of their their shop and they what they did is they sold used parts for cars and what they put on it was used body parts for sale (laughs) because it's hers oh man I was laughing so hard because I was like man and that's perfect you capture attention you make someone laugh but then they also internalize it in their brain and they're like oh yeah body parts and they think body parts for a car but also they get the laugh because body parts of a human. So that was the funny post I saw. It was pretty good and uh, captures attention. I think anytime you can do something like that for your business, it's just fantastic. You know what I mean? And uh, so, so well done for them hats off to whatever company that was. That was a good post I saw.
1: Yeah, that is a good post. That's funny. Yeah.
0: And then relating to windows and stuff, I did see an interesting post. Uh, I wasn't specific to windows, but the guy was talking about whether or not you should use a steam cleaner but the way he worded it was how much time do you really save by using a steam cleaner and, or, or a steamer, sorry, steamer. And my thoughts on it are really simple. I mean, use the right tools to solve whatever problem you, you have. Like if there's gum stuck in the seats, sometimes steam's a good way to get that out. Um, but anyway, the debate seeing people go back and forth, it's funny, you know, I'll see a post, that I think has a really a lot of business merit that can help people out and it'll be like two comments. And then I see something like this and it's like everyone stopped, put down their polisher and they were like, I'm gonna make this my fucking mission today to like ruin this guy's life. And it was 115 comments. I couldn't believe it. And everyone varying opinions, you know, like I never use a steamer, it takes too long and this and that. And one of the things I've always thought is that, uh, how long does a steamer take? If you get a decent one, five to 10 minutes. It's good to go. That's the one we have anyways, five to 10 minutes. And
1: do you mean how long does it take to heat up? Is that what to you mean? Heat up, Yeah. I was like, there's no way you're cleaning a car in 10 minutes with this. No, no, no,
0: no, no, hell no. If we were doing that, <laughs> but uh, no, five to 10 minutes. So to heat up and that was the complaint most people were having is that, Oh, it's a waste of time. It takes too long to heat up. But You're not sitting around waiting for it to finish. You plug it in, turn it yeah. on. You do some good. shit.
1: And Well, there's two different, and there's multiple types of steamers as the way there are extractors. Mm. Some can stay, and I used to sell a steamer. Um, mm. I sold a, a specific steamer because it was trying to compete against the traditional. Everybody has, the main traditional one is that little one that's about, I don't know, six inches. It's got oh, some yeah. casters. It's metal and has a black little rubber band, basically, that goes around it. That one and it has uh, you know pla- uh, black uh, plastic where you, you go and you press the buttons or the stuff right. Like that's mm-hmm. your a traditional steamer. That one, it always has to be reheated, right? You run out of mm-hmm. run out of water, it has to be mm-hmm. reheated. I was selling for a while because there was a lot as I was growing in distribution, meaning a lot of people that was, we were getting into steam. This was 10, 11, 12, 13. Right. So I go, okay, great. I need to have a steamer. I found one that was uh, it was, I think it was up in Oregon, somewhere up in, in the, the Northwest. And it was all white that company got sold. So I don't know who owns it now. And that's when my relationship with them stopped but what yeah. I really enjoyed about that company was they developed a steamer that had a continuous.
0: Okay. You was could it actually
1: a- you could yeah, so it basically was a two tank system that you could open up the and pour more yeah. water in. Otherwise, the other system you could never. You you couldn't ever turn it off and wait for the steam to like you'd be having to like try to open it up while steam was hitting your hand, right? Like
0: yeah, so yeah, they yeah. did to good. where I
1: can yeah. always refill it and it could keep going and I would always
0: just keep moving with it. And that so I've, I've got that one on my shop. It's a little cute, it's all white. Yeah, I it's awesome. And it wasn't very expensive. I don't know what the hell it's <laughs> called. <though>. The, like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Crazy. It's crazy. <laughs>
0: Man, yeah, it's so a community, community, right? Wow.
1: I'm some dude in Tulsa, Oklahoma, talking about something from eight years ago.
0: You're like, yeah. hey, I got it here. Like, I got one of those. Oh, damn. Yeah, man, it works good, though. But uh, but yeah, and for, for us, for example, we upsell two major things one is engine cleaning, and the second one is uh, baby seats. Man, do you know how many people, especially COVID, where we tell them we'll steam clean the baby seats? 10 bucks each. You got twins. Let's so go. here's,
1: here's my debate with steam. I think sure. if you're going to steam or not steam, it comes down to this debate right here and you'll fall in one of two categories, right? So people right. listening to this, they're gonna be okay. one of two, right? They're either going to be, uh, I want to use chemical to clean things uh, or I want to use hot vapor to clean things.
0: Okay. But
1: really? It really, because steamers will go, yeah, but I don't, have to use all those chemicals and the only place, and this will be where you'll realize which side I fall on. The only place I ever saw a benefit of not using a chemical and using steam was exactly what you just said. Baby car seats. I always felt odd about, I would extract some, you know, I would extract them if people would ask or something, but for the most part, we officially just stopped cleaning baby seats because I just felt odd about spraying all those chemicals
0: yeah, all over
1: everything. But I have always, which is interesting, then I own a chemical business, right? But even as a, a mobile detailer, literally 20 years ago, I always believed in the chemical to do the cleaning. I always fell on that side. And even into the car wash and owning it where we had an extractor and the people, a steam got in, some people even my issue because i had i had sales coming over to try and sell me steamers and we would play around with them and we would try them my issue as the chemical guy that trusted chemicals versus steam was i never knew what plastic piece i was about to white out with steam yeah. Yeah. because the way we were taught was right you had this triangle you wrap your towel around it you put these clips on and then you can just run your steamer across yeah. And just clean things magically, right? And it does work and it's cool. Yeah. Then sometimes oh, magically you, you go yeah. over this black plastic and go, Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I, think I, I think I see bone. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened here? Exactly. I did it twice and then I went, oh, Done. Shit. Done. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I with to me i go yes i understand chemicals i can do the same thing i understand that but i have i have the variable of myself in control
0: yeah
1: esteem it's not up to me anymore
0: yeah it's, it's up to a
1: higher power that developed <laughs> <laughs> boiling water into a very extreme temperature that gets shot out onto it's true. It's so true. many different parts of a car that you have no way of controlling what that flash point is, what that flash point is, what that like. I'm out. I'm out.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree, and that's where I'd rather, rather
1: develop a product, which is ironically funny now, right? Which, as I said, where I'm at, I'd rather develop a product to clean the yeah. different parts of the surface. Than to trust 100%. a high temperature shooting down onto this surface, so many surfaces across a vehicle now. And I gotta trust that exactly. the manufacturer and some guy in a lab has tested it with steam. Yeah. And no, it's I'm true. out.
0: I'm out. And that's where I agree hundred percent. And that's where I believe very strongly the right tool for the right job. And our steamer at our shop serves two purposes, and it's those that I just mentioned before, which is Baby seats, number one. And number two is engine detailing occasionally. Uh, usually, we'll just use water. There's no trouble with that at all. But uh, most times, we keep it there because there's some guys that ask for it specifically. And we give them the option. And they just pay more. That's
1: how uh, my- I mean, engine detailing, I'm out.
0: Yeah, you're not There's no
1: way that's faster. There's no way oh, that's team? faster. Oh,
0: no, definitely not faster. But that's why we charge them three times as much. But for us, it's more. We have some guys that are like, no, no, I've heard bad things about water. We're like, no, no problem. We can do it this way. Gotcha. As an okay. Let's I thought you meant to use money.
1: steam to clean your engines. No. It's no. only an upsell.
0: Yes. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I'm yes. rinsing yeah. that thing oh. off.
1: I'm oh. degreasing the f- out of it. And it takes three minutes.
0: <laughs> three minutes. Yeah. 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 I've Either had,
1: enough. in the 20 years, I've had one customer issue with, with an engine. engine.
0: Okay. Yeah. One. Yeah. And, and it and was an
1: old truck and I, I just go say it's an old truck older
0: vehicle. Exactly. And, and in those cases too, you just have to know a little bit, like there's certain places we put microfibers just in case, you know, but like my techs know quite a bit about older vehicles, uh, because they're older dudes, you know? And so anyways, they, they know how to handle certain situations, but uh, I wouldn't put like a newbie on it, but you know, you should shadow a newbie anyways, but, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so so all right. So, are we doing uh, some tips today? Just a tip. You got a tip?
1: Doing some. I mean, goddamn. Last week you were tipping it out all the way to. <laughs> I was
0: just giving tips. Left to... you get a tip. You get a
1: tip.
0: <laughs> I know. Last week was like a, I made up for the several weeks of tips.
1: <laughs> I get the tip. 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 Yeah,
0: yeah. Tip. tip, 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 tip. <laughs> all hey. All right. Out.
1: So my tip. My tip this week is you got to look in the mirror and I just ask yourself. No, I can't do that. I can't get, I was, I can't do that. It's off the clock, but I can't, I can't. Okay. I was going to say, ask yourself if you're a piece of shit because I I find it interesting how many people are making posts on social media and complaining about their customers.
0: Uh, that's true. And, you know, I've seen that a lot lately. <laughs> Yeah, oh dude, had a customer say sure. this asshole, and they want everyone to yep. join in with them. Yep. And be like, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yep.
1: <laughs> and you go into the groups, and every day you'll see somebody that'll screenshot this we conversation.
0: Fucking message.
1: It's <laughs> always the customer, right? Or yeah. prospect, either way. Yeah.
0: And how yeah. dare they? And
1: how dare they, how dare they?
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm sitting yeah. outside, it's fall. Oklahoma, the only time to ever be in the Midwest is September, mm. October, November. <laughs> it's beautiful. Dude, yeah. we're in the oh, 70s man. at night. Little breeze, stars. Dude, it's gorgeous. Oh, you know, you, back crazy. patio is why I designed it. I got a little rock wall. My grill's rocked in. TV, right? Oh, so wait, I, these are my moments. I love yeah. these. This is my time. I've got a fly problem.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. And shit, uh, yeah. my wife is complaining. I'm like, yeah. Um, I look down. I go. It's because your dog shits all over our back patio. <laughs> so <coming> like, <laughs> I'm glad that it shits here instead of in the house. Fucking yeah. Chihuahua, because you can't do I mean. What are you gonna do to Chihuahua? It's hard to discipline a Chihuahua. Like that's true. Uh, a half hair that you touch, it's like ah, that's right? True. Like so, it pisses every time I go down to touch it. So it's hard to discipline. So I'm glad it's at least taking a shit on the back patio instead yeah, of outside.
0: inside. Yeah. But
1: you know what attracts flies? Dog shit. <laughs> Don't be a piece of shit. And you won't attract flies. Mm. There's your tip. The amount of detailers that will not only post complaints about their customers. I saw a post of a guy that's supposed to be kind of rising, right? You see these guys that start kind of rising up and they feel like they're confident enough to tell other people what to do. And maybe they really... Talk about this brand that they love so much. And mm-hmm. this brand was only open a couple of years ago. They're owned by a dealership group, but they're supposed to be selling products to a detailer when dealerships and detailers have never, ever been in conjunction. But there's a dealership brand trying to sell to detailers. And this detailer who loves this brand posts a photo of his wife's ass. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> And at the same time, you look back at some other comments and some other yeah. posts and some other things that's gone on, and you go, you wonder why your customers are the way they are? Mm. Don't I be a piece of shit.
0: Noticed,
1: Don't be can't. a piece of shit. So there's my tip. Posting photos of your wife's ass and wondering why you have problems with customers?
0: Hmm. I mean, if I posted a picture of my wife's ass, I would definitely sell a lot more stuff. <laughs> might. But yeah, but <laughs> you might this one? Hmm. Yeah, might this one, man? So yeah, I find that uh, I've noticed that a lot of people will have some wins for their business, and they'll celebrate for thirty seconds. But then they have something like that happen, negative interaction with the customer or whatever. And they put so much energy into it. Like even just the time taking the screenshots, posting them online, trying to rally up people's opinions and stuff. You're putting so much energy into this bullshit that, uh, yeah, I think take a hard look in the mirror and realize like maybe I should focus. My my wife
1: bending on her knees on a knee pad. And me taking a picture of her ass and posting it on Facebook is not a good idea if I want to attract good customers.
0: Was that posted for customers?
1: It doesn't matter.
0: Well, yeah, fair enough. But I'm just- <laughs>
1: Why would you ever think as a business owner, it would be appropriate to post a photo of your wife on her knees?
0: This is true. This is true. That's a good point. But- was this and you don't theory? expect to
1: have a bunch of flies in your business. Oh, well, yeah. That's, mm.
0: that's true. I can see a lot of people flocking to that. Like, yeah, geez. See, yeah, yeah. I don't even have no comment there. But well, the- let's
1: go into politics. Yeah. Let's go. Let's just go beyond this guy that's raving about this dealership brand. You you got mm. detailers that are posting about politics. I've never understood why people want to put their personal information yeah. views about politics. It, There's it people really that talk about racism, the right? And, the yeah. amount of people that claim that racism is hurting their business. And I did episodes as, as all that came out over the past three to four years. I would invite people on to talk about why they feel that racism has affected their business.
0: Mm. And I could see, I can definitely I can't see-, see. So I can't. Is where
1: what does that do? What does that do? Yeah, it it I mean, alienates a complete group of customers that yeah. you are going to say that they look at you because of your skin color. Why would you ever alienate yeah. a customer? Do you the care? The like, only customer we care, the only customer yeah. color we care about, we have one customer color. It's not white, it's mm-hmm. green.
0: Green. Yeah.
1: The only customer color we care about is green. I don't care if the person that gives it mm. to me is any other color. So why would I ever put that out onto mm. social media and I'm trying to run a business mm. that wants green and I want to tell people that are different colors that they shouldn't give me green.
0: Oh yeah, it's, it's true. I'll take it from anybody. But uh, I tell you if, if a customer comes into the shop and is being racist he's getting kicked the fuck out absolutely
1: i'm talking about me as a like the tip is don't be don't be a piece of shit and then you won't attract flies
0: Mm. yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) so the more you want to put about your own personal agenda and your own personal views the more you're going to attract those type of people
0: Mm. that's true you're not a piece of shit you won't attract the flies Universe right? bring you more of what you. Yeah. You
1: bring out other things that are more positive. You bring stuff about their car. You bring stuff about. Imagine how awesome it would be to have a clean. Like the more things you as can as put you, out, what you, can you
0: post like that, like. So we don't post as often as we probably should at Auto World, but the things that we do post are those kinds of things. Feel good things. Exactly. Exactly. We post when uh, like. Don't we, be a piece of shit. Donations every year. We post yeah. that. You know. We'll post the occasional cool car we get in, like if we've got a Model T or something like that. But oh fuck, we got an amazing car! I I'm gonna keep it a secret, but I'll I'll show it to you. We we, we picked it up. We're gonna get it, uh, you know, the Auto World and the Orbis X logo put on it and stuff. It's the uh, the holy grail of muscle cars. I'll just leave it at that. And they'll, uh, we're gonna be doing some burnouts in it and stuff like that. I'll wow. I'll send it to you. It's getting restored. In its current condition, it's a six-figure uh, car, and it needs to be restored. So when it's current condition, six figure car. I'm just gonna leave it there. Anyway, I'll send I'll send some photos to you privately, and then when we do the burnout videos and stuff, I'll uh, I'll post those publicly.
1: Sweet, to, looking forward to. Yeah, it. yeah, we got some. All right. Stuff so here. what's
0: your tip? So, so my tip is detailers need to be like jewelry stores, and what I mean by that is in relation to sales, jewelry stores do this amazing thing that I think every detailer out there needs to adopt as their own kind of sales strategy. And what they do is anytime someone comes in and you know, you're know you shopping with your wife or whatever, and you're like, oh honey, look at this beautiful necklace. you know. So you're looking at the necklace. They ask you one question and it's always, have you seen the matching bracelet? Have you seen the matching rings or the matching earrings that go with this? And they always have some sort of matching pair. That sentence alone doesn't sound too salesy. It's just asking you, have you seen this matching whatever it is? And so my homework for everyone that's listening to this is take the time this week or this weekend or what have you, and I need you to take a piece of paper and make three columns. This is what we did at our business as well. Column A, column B, column C. Column A, you're going to list all your services, packages, everything that you can offer to customers. You're going to list it there. Column B, you're going to list everything that could complement that service or package, and that's going to go in column B. Column C is going to be qualifications that can make b happen so meaning that if let's say for example in column a i've got interior detailing that's one of the things you offer column b might have things like engine detail or steam steaming the baby seeds or it could have exterior detailing could have all the different things that you could complement the interior detail with now column c is going to have certain things that'll lead you to each of those items in column b for example, guy books an interior detail. That's in column A. My column B has engine detailing. Some of my qualifying questions might be things like checking to see the kilometers on the vehicle. So I could tell the guy, hey, listen, your vehicle just hit 100,000 kilometers. 90% of our customers get an engine detail done at the 100,000 kilometer mark. That should be a thing that you just make up and do at your shop. Whether it happens or not, whether or not 100,000 means anything, just say you have 100,000 kilometers or miles on your truck, this is when most people get this done. Part of your maintenance. So that way, when you're booking someone in, you can now add some notes to your, your event and you can say, okay, check the odometer rating, see how many miles are on the truck, or check this, check that, you can put those things in. That way, when the vehicle comes in, you do your inspection, you can go through your qualifying questions from column C, and then you can look at column B and see what applies. That will definitely, 10 or 20 times your revenue, 100% just following that process. And it's what jewelry stores do all the time. And trust me, they're making bank. So that's my just the tip for today. Homework is A, B, C, make those columns and look for that matching bracelet to go with the necklace. I like it. That's my just the tip. (laughs) So so that was good. And so, so the takeaways from today, don't be a piece of shit. You'll attract flies and find the matching bracelet to go with the necklace. That's her. And that's the title of the episode. <laughs> you don't want flies, but you do want to find that magic bracelet. There we go. That's the- I like it. It's good, man. So, yeah. yeah, this was a this was a, a great talk. We went over some funny posts, you know, we did some stuff. I Oh,
1: I, it, I almost forgot. Yeah. Hey, uh I got a message so let me clarify. I got a message from our last episode from oh, yeah. a listener that's. It's also a part of our community. Nice. He said that I stated that I had a um a contract for maintenance. Okay. I don't remember myself stating that I I had a contract for customers. If it was not written, because he asked to kind of see it, so he could. I was like, okay, I, I, no, no, no. Maybe I misspoke. Like I I tried to see it. Was like, did I really say contract? Like yeah. I don't remember saying the word contract. If I did. Let me clarify. I did not have a written contract. It was verbal. Here, I'm going to do this. You're going to get this. We're going to continue at this rate. And that was the, I guess, verbal contract. I didn't think of it as contract at that time as a young kid. It was just a handshake, right? Yeah. What we did, we shook people's hand and we told them what we were going to do. And then you did it. Then we did it. So (laughs) to me, that was a contract. Apologies. If it translated that it was something written out that they signed? No, absolutely not.
0: Thinking like what we do, because I we call them contracts at our shop, but there is no contract. There's no, they can cancel anytime. We just, they're basically like agreements. It's like sales contract. It's just part of our vernacular. Uh, but that being said, in Orbis X, what we do is when we make their first invoice that starts their maintenance program, Uh, basically it spells out what they're going to get, everything like that. And then we put in the notes, you know, this is a monthly or biweekly or whatever it is. And then there's an option at the top, you click sign and then it'll pull up and they can sign it and we have them sign it. So it's kind of a contract, but there's no specific like. So he should
1: go look for that video on how to set up a quote unquote contract inside of Orbis X and exactly, then he could yeah. do what basically we're talking about. He could actually have a, listen, it's not leak at yeah, Like, contract. come on, come on. It's not, yeah. you're not going to go to court over this. It's yeah. Like it's not uh, buying a
0: house or something. You know some, what I mean? Yeah. It's a, so yeah. It's,
1: it's more of that. literally just a, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah.
0: Exactly. It's more like an acknowledgement. Yeah. Of, you know, I won't think so I would use the word contract. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in fact, on that note, contracts, the things like maintenance plans can sometimes actually hurt your sales if someone feels like it's, whoa, Mm -hmm. this is more formal than I thought. Like, let me read the terms. Am I like fucking Mm -hmm. stuck with this or something? It's much Mm -hmm. easier to make it seem very informal and casual to the customer where it's like, oh, look at all the
1: subscription companies. Every subscription company always says, right? They always tell people they don't have to be a part for a long
0: time. So exactly, make sure that they they know
1: this is... is performance
0: based yes exactly yeah yeah Yeah. because people don't like to be locked into things they're gonna be a lot more critical if they feel like So, absolutely awesome and good stuff clearing that up (laughs) nice all right man well marty thanks for your time i appreciate you i know you have a meeting after this too so uh we'll stop here but i'll see you next tuesday and uh everybody out there don't attract flies and find the matching bracelet to that necklace (laughs) all right leon
1: thank you